0: And welcome back to the Chiluminati Podcast, episode 199. As always, I am one of your hosts, Mike Martin, and joined by two boys I missed very, very much. The Peter K. and Patty McGinnis of LA. That's us. Jesse and Alex.
1: Yep. We love, we love, uh, you know, mm-hmm. tea and mm-hmm. uh, scones. We love you those You just things. came back
0: from the UK. You're like natural born citizens of the uk just
1: like it yes just like it over there over there we were the uh andy samberg and yorma Tacone of uh (laughs) london
0: that's a good one that's a good one one? i don't know the second person he's more of a writer don't worry about it sure fair (laughs) enough fair (laughs) enough enough. he's in the lonely island it's i did a good joke i'm just glad you're back i was really starting to miss you you guys were gone so long i just like started dreaming about like bigfoot fucking me in the ass so it's just good to have you back i don't know why it's correlated and
1: we're back yeah we're back and we're home jesse we're back we did
0: it we got here uh, there's so much stuff going on boys there's so much stuff going on i we i know we got to hand this off because this is a very special next couple episodes are very special um but i gotta i gotta update you boys on a couple things one did you see the uap news what's happening i well you yes you did because i sent it to you in text today actually yeah
1: i'm interested i'm i'm look I'm interested
0: in this. Skip, who is it? Who's going to do this? Senator Gillibrand is, is Gillibrand is running it uh, from New York.
1: Press conference is about to happen. We're going to see what's up. But, My, like, so big... the
0: ru- the rumors right now are is the government is attempting to like rolling out disclosure in a way that's like moving public opinion that UAPs are real to UAPs are real and we don't and we know they're not man-made. That's that's like the rumors of where they're trying to guide US people's opinions and Like, okay, so
1: you say rumors.
0: Who knows? You say
1: rumors. You have said this multiple times over multiple shows. My question is just
0: like, what's, is there like a bar somewhere where there's like one dude is like a gray alien? Avi Loeb, Avi Avi Loeb is where a lot of that's coming from. He's talking about what he, again, you gotta take, he's saying he has, he's having conversations with with the government and the military right now and like through him where kind of these rumors are starting to bubble uh, around him. But it's like, we all know how we feel. I a- Avi Loeb is like a very smart man. That's all I'll say.
2: But if this doesn't co- if this doesn't happen, it's like has cult vibes. If, if this, if nothing happens in the nineteenth, I give That's up. That's what I'm saying. It has like cult vibes of like, well, if nothing happened, it's because the government something like something happened, like there's an under, underground secret organization. You know, that's the stuff they say, and it drives me crazy. Well, the
0: issue last time was that the public hearing was like, we can't talk about that until we get behind closed doors. We can't get talk about that. So like everything they were asked in the public, they we never got an answer to. They got an answer behind closed doors. So I don't know if it means we're gonna, it was con- it was the congressional he- uh, public hearing. So I don't know. But did they get an answer? I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm as going as nuts as you. Meanwhile, we got that, that thing that you linked, Alex, of that UAP that buzzed by the pilot, we got a longer video, and the pilot came out uh, yet today. I think talking about his encounter, you can see it earlier moving about the clouds before it zips by. That looks it's pretty fucking good. wild looking. Yep, looks pretty like, good. What about
2: that video I sent you guys, where that girl said that stars aren't real?
0: I mean, they're angels, dude. They're angels. <laughs> they're angels. Stars are angels, dude. Fives are twos. The I just, we never talk about, I'm just, I gotta get it off the top of my head now. Just gotta get it out because I'm not gonna have control soon. Other things that we never really talk about, but should. You know, we, we have like another show that we do after this. That's for Patreon, No, right? this is not for this. <laughs> I'm not talking about news. This is actually just like, hey guys, we've been doing shorts now also for a while. Uh, yep. So if you have any social media, Twitter. Instagram. I even got a Chiluminati TikTok up and running on the YouTube channel, on the shorts. Uh, we get two shorts up a week. Check them out. It's an easy way to kind of share the show. Also, just follow all that stuff because my YouTube channel is not Mathis Games anymore. It is at wow So if you want to just go all the Chiluminati stuff, head over that way. Uh, and you can, uh, there's like podcast features on YouTube now. So you can kind of treat it like an actual podcast on the YouTube app. I like that. Um, and if that's a preferred way of listening, go do that. And if you
1: are sitting at your web browser anyway, why not head over to patreon.com slash IlluminatiPod, a great website with lots of stuff on it to do, mazes, uh, word searches. Oh, oh, no, sorry. I'm thinking of Highlights Magazine. I'm thinking of Highlights Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but go over to patreon.com slash IlluminatiPod, and if you're there, you're family. You know what I mean? What just happened? That's what I have to say. <laughs>
0: we're, we're, we're
1: the Olive Garden of podcasts. Yeah, That's, forever, true. That's true. Forever,
0: never ending breadsticks
1: forever. Never-ending breadsticks. Yeah. I'm the... Yeah, I'm the... uh I'm the like uh, angry Italian husband that's being dragged there on TikTok. That's that's who I am. You are. Uh, I've always said that about you. Yeah. But let me, We're let me the angry ask you Italian th- husband and wife
2: of L.A. Yeah.
1: Bam, bam, bam. Uh, yeah. Are the uh, angry husband and wife from the middle of America of L.A.? <laughs> uh, but uh, OK, Mathis, let me ask you something then. I'm ready. April 19th. Is that what it is? It is. So we're going to be sitting there playing Final Fantasy VI on our Nintendo Switches, finally, after many years with the correct, uh, or a correct enough font. Hell yeah. 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 And uh, and let's say Gillibrand yeah. comes
2: out. I'll be out. ordering those wings from Wingstop, the uh, 420 wings they have that are delicious, by
1: the way. I'll be let's ordering get, those. Let's get wild. Let's get wild with it. I'm down.
0: I'll 420 wing it. And she comes out and she
1: says, UAPs are real, and we'll get back to you, okay? We'll get back to you later. We're already uh, there, though. That would be nothing. We've learned nothing. Right, I'd right. be mad. So, the government's so said, already said they are real. I don't so know you what said, else. You said, I give up at that point.
0: So do yeah. we just swerve hard to like ghosts, or what's the vibe? No, 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 no. I give up on uh, the government. Like, okay, if the government comes out and basically the line is the same, they just don't change their opinion. They're real, but we don't, but that's it. And everything else is a national security secret. We'll talk behind closed doors. I give up on ever thinking that there's going to be enough coalescence to either tell us one way or another what the fuck is going on. I point to the most recent three fucking things that were shot down that we still don't know what they are and people have just forgotten about it. So if it's like that, I give up on that shit. If they come out and say UAPs aren't real or they are man-made, we know that much. This podcast
2: takes a hard turn into advice for
0: men. Oh, Number yeah. one
2: advice: Don't be a dick. Don't be that's a dick. So There's good. our advice. That's huge. stay tuned. No, yeah. that could that's chill. Like, we gotta, we gotta,
0: Dude, no, we got to take that that advice and stretch it over a hundred episodes somehow.
2: Yeah, yeah. Everyone out there taking different pills, we have chill pills. Take a chill pill. <laughs> yeah.
0: All I want out of this this public hearing is an iota, and uh, a morsel of a little bit more of information, or at least. Them admitting they know less than they pretend they do. Like, I just want to know, I just want a little bit more. Even if they think it's man made, that's, it just gives me something to like I get chew it. on and I get understand. It. Like, because I, I wouldn't necessarily disbelieve that what we're seeing is man made stuff. Like, I just, it's crazy tech if it is. Like, I just want to know what it is, but who knows? Yeah. I want to believe. Anyway, I'm mad about that. So. <laughs>
2: No one can see that Alex just winked at me. Mathis knows nothing. He does know. He'll figure it out later. He'll it. figure it out yeah. later.
0: No, I didn't. I looked away and you winked and I'm, I'm upset about it. Which it's reminds okay. me, remember that little star I saw? Turn down, turn off. Uh, angel? Yeah, uh, angel. The angel fly away in the sky. Yeah. I yeah. actually got an email uh, today uh, from a, uh, some guy who has a, a BA in physics is going for his PhD in astronomy right now. And he's told me what I may have seen in a likely way of seeing it is I saw a meteor but I saw it kind of like at a very specific angle that it burnt up so fast as it hit it. It looked like it turned off, and he sent me like a graph to show it. I'll show you the graph. Like it was flying
1: so that you couldn't really see. Yeah, it just was, the way yeah. it
0: hit and the like how fast it may have disintegrated. It very well could have been um, that. And I'm going to send you guys a link here in this uh, chat in this uh, whatever you call this. I hope. I hope that someday though you do get a real. I do too. I do too. I would love to have a weird. I just want to see something weird that I can't explain. But. Yeah, this
1: is basically what yep. I was saying. I mean, this is, this is like on the verge of what I can understand, even though it's a very simple chart. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I huh. get what he's, I get the vibe.
0: Yep. Yep. so um, if that's just, but that's also fucking cool because I'm sure that's like a low percent chance to be at the perfect angle, the perfect moment to see a fucking meteorite to look like it just kind of dims off. That was neat. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's all I got. Hey, uh, it's episode 199. We are one away from 200, which is going to be in Alex's hands. But today is Jesse's episode 200. Today, it's all about the man, the myth, the legend, the history teacher, the guy with the wiggly eyebrows and a kink for redheads. You know me too well. Too well. Anybody who goes to Wendy's. uh, What's up, Jesse? What do you got? Gentlemen,
2: strap in. Today's going to be fun. As we approach our 200th episode, which technically... If you don't count a point 0.5, this could be 200. This, this is like technically be soft 200. 200, yeah. This is 200
0: yeah. part one. <laughs>
2: this is a very soft 200. Some might say pudgy. Some yeah. might say this 200 needs to like, I don't know, eat a salad. Cute, a cute 200. It's rude. I want to take control of the show and bring you an episode, not for the fans today. Today, this episode is for you. It's my gift to you Beautiful. because I bring you two stories. Let's summarize what the show is about. What did what did we do to earn a gift from you? Just be good guys. We've done 200 of these, and I'm still here. This is a, this is a treat for me. I get to be
0: a part of this. We're kings. We're the freaking... Kings. Whoever you said of LA. Yeah, apparently they're very popular in the UK. Peter Kay and Patty McGinnis. Apparently they are. I got that suggestion from uh, Dean himself.
1: Patty McGinnis, yeah. Uh, Batman Beyond. Yeah, that's right. So the show's about what we'd like.
2: And more importantly, what makes each of us different in our likes of the paranormal, the mysterious, the out of this world, the, you know, the crazy crimes that happen. So I figured today I would do two stories, one for
0: each of you. That's delightful. It's appreciated.
2: I figured we start down to Earth and then see where the journey <laughs> takes us. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this Tales from the Illuminati. our first story is a real mood setter and one that I'm just going to warn you in advance. It has audio components that might freak some of you out. So if you're at home alone or you're in a car and it's nighttime, whatever the case may be, just be prepared. Okay. We've covered missing persons on the show before we've covered true crime and we've definitely had our fair share of weird ones, but this one is unique in that for every answer, there are so many more questions, and this story was covered by major news outlets like ABC News. I got a lot of stuff from that. Um, it was covered by—I'm sure a million YouTube videos are probably on this, but for some reason,
0: we haven't covered this. I'm curious what this is now because I wonder if I know.
2: It involves the complete cooperation of the police, the public. It was a big story for several months. On September eighth, twenty fifteen, Kareen McCabe received a very bizarre voicemail, two minutes of undecipherable noise, noise that I just want to start the show by playing for you now.
0: he's like shitting his pants. Alex on the toilet recently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it described by many as a Wookiee battle cry. <laughs> Sounds like somebody getting eaten.
0: Or someone doing the eating. when the mushrooms hit wrong hung up for a second <laughs> yep no we don't need to replay that, that we're oh good to be there thank you very much God. lady i appreciate that is that a man on that's, like crack cocaine just r- random dialing somebody
2: that's where we're starting today that's the starting point i've listened to it several times i cannot figure it's out not what's legible, being said right yeah, no okay. that
0: is not i don't know what the fuck that guy was saying
2: many forensics people have listened to it and it's really hard to really pinpoint I what I can can said. give it to ai The only clear thing that they know is that at the end, towards the end, someone says, stop it. Yeah, I heard that. But what is for certain is that Corrine recognized the voice. The voice of her husband, Henry McCabe. Her husband. That was a dude? Who was missing. Oh no, was this man currently alive? Currently missing. Henry, a Liberian man who lived in the U.S. in Moundview, Minnesota, just north of Minneapolis, Worked as an auditor for the Minnesota Department of Revenue. And for what it's worth, everyone who knew him said he was a normal dude. Nothing crazy. Nothing weird about him. That night, he and two of his friends, William and Jonathan, had gone out to the club for a guy's night. Lots of drinking took place. And Henry was last seen when William dropped him off at a gas station convenient mart at 2 a.m pick up snacks or something. He wasn't really sure. He just dropped him off and he had no idea what happened to him after that. At two twenty eight, 28, received a strange call from her husband that she couldn't make out what he was saying, but she thinks he said that he was shot in that, in that message. She then called Henry's brother, be him
0: gurgling to death then Jesus Christ.
2: No, 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 no. So the message is different. Oh, she then calls Henry's brother to be like, what's going on? And that's when they discovered that he had left his brother this voice message. And then he vanished.
1: And then he vanished. Whoa. Okay. So that's the last anybody heard of him. He was not already missing when the message came. It was like, well, I mean, he was, but like, they weren't sure he was missing and then they got yeah, this Yeah, they dropped him off. The last time he was seen was at a convenience mart at
2: roughly 1.50ish, 2 a.m. And then less than 30 minutes later, these calls are coming through. Whoa. Moundsview Police Chief Tom Kinney began the search starting at his last known location. And...
1: I'm just going to drop this off for I'll let one of you read this. The acquaintance told us that he dropped McCabe off not too far from the club a little after two or so in the morning at a local gas station's convenience store. Kenny said there's been some searching done by both volunteer groups and our own law enforcement personnel along possible routes. He perhaps may have walked if he tried to get back home. Nothing of any significance has been discovered yet.
2: Suspicion, of course, quickly, like in all cases like this, fell on his friends. As yeah, it was this, the last guy who saw him. Yeah, the last, piece of the last people that saw him is always like someone you know, that kind of thing. And it was discovered immediately that William, his one friend, had Henry's keys on him. Keys which he probably would have needed to get into his house. Then, Jonathan, the other friend, had McCabe's wallet. Huh. Even more incriminating was the fact that when detectives went to go look at gas station footage, where they supposedly dropped him off, there was no sign of the men at all. Huh. But plot twist. Turns out, that night of clubbing, you know, it can mess with someone's mind. And it was later revealed that the men were seen at another gas station, and either the police or the men got the name wrong. But they definitely went to a gas station. So at first it was like, oh, it's the friends. And then they learned that... The one dude was keeping the keys to prevent him from driving home because he was drunk. And the other guy had his wallet because, according to him, he was wasted and it was preventing him from getting more drinks. Huh.
1: Is it Minnesota, you said? Yes. Okay.
2: But again, that still doesn't explain how this dude simply vanished. Yeah. Kareem told authorities that before the incident, Henry had been offered a job by the Liberian government, his goal being to return home. To where he was from. And more importantly, to return home educated so he could become a politician. Because his father was apparently a famous politician in Liberia who was poisoned. And that's why his family fled to America. She uh. wondered, maybe this had something to do with it. Or maybe
1: he secretly returned to his homeland and didn't tell anyone. Well, what kind of vibe does this guy have? Is he like a fucking like local...
2: like? No, he's just like a, he's like a guy who works for the government in Minnesota. And he's like a auditor just doing his job, living his life. Everyone
1: seemed to think he was like a pretty normal guy. Not running for office. Yeah. So only though, so it'd have to be like revenge if it was, if it was like Liberian political intrigue. Right. But why would they come after this dude in Minnesota? Right. You know,
0: yeah. he wasn't yeah, doing anything Weird, Random
2: to follow up on this. Police got access to Henry's phone records and discovered something very interesting. The same day he went missing, he called the same number, a Texas phone number, from Texas City, Texas, 24 times. The police reached out to that number, and it was no longer in service.
1: Huh. What the fuck? So this guy, they didn't know this, they didn't recognize this number either? The, none of the people that knew him? No, the number... No,
2: no one knew the number, but the number was registered apparently to an Elizabeth Bledsoe, but
1: disconnected. That's a person they couldn't find, and the number was no longer in service. Like like a day or like weeks later? Like just soon when after? They, when they yeah. got
2: access to his phone
0: records. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that much longer after, regardless. But it was you know?
2: the same day that he had called, or that he had gone missing, he had called, which mm. is interesting. Detectives, very suspicious about all this. Then went back to interview Jonathan. And again, they got more details about that night. Apparently, Henry had given Jonathan his wallet because, in his words, you owe me for not taking me out on my birthday. That's how he was able to get the wallet from Henry. Henry was partying hard, and I guess when his friends arrived at the club, Henry had been there for some time because he was at a barbecue early in the day where he left the barbecue for some reason that was unexplained. He just left the barbecue, and so he got into the club early. He
1: left a barbecue to go to the club?
2: Well, it was later in the day. Like He left the barbecue early and then ended up at this club, and his friends arrived to meet him there, and he was in the VIP section partying hard. Whoa. And according to Jonathan, who was being interviewed, he said, they didn't really hang out that much. Uh, Henry was kind of doing his own thing, drinking really heavily. And Jonathan said, then he vanished. When I was at the club, I stayed till closing and I went to go look for him. He was gone. And I saw that I missed a call from him at 1.50 a.m. The next thing he heard was that he got a call from Corrine saying that Henry was acting crazy on the phone and he called Henry, who just responded, ignore her, that woman drives me crazy, and that he was a minute home from his house, so he's going to be home soon. He calls Kareem back and he says, don't worry, he's about to be home. Is that when she got the
1: he was shot phone call? At some point after that, yes. Okay, so, so hmm. when she talked to him, he was already being weird. Then yes. he called him and was like, my wife's just being a bitch. And then he called her and said, that's fine. And then Henry called her back and was like, been shot and then he called his other friend and was like Rah! okay he called yeah. his brother and was like Rah! like that yeah. yeah 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 his brother
2: who was not there right no the brother is somewhere else yeah okay yeah mm. interesting very interesting so okay. far it's a story that, that, that again doesn't make love. it's one of those stories that again Doesn't
0: make a lot of sense. And the more you learn, the more you're like, wait, what? So shady. But it's weird that every time the police go back to the friend, he has more to add, which is always very suspicious. Very suspicious. So shady. Yeah. You're like, oh, wait, also this detail. Okay. Then on September 17th, out of the blue,
2: because like I said at the beginning, they formed search parties. Out of the blue, one of the people in the search parties who wished to remain anonymous came to the police and said he believed. Jonathan wanted to return home, but in all likelihood was dead. And the reason for this is because while taking part in this search party, he noticed four men standing together away from the rest of the group and he recognized them. He knew who these men were and they were at the same barbecue that Henry was at earlier in the day. And when he went to go talk to these men, cause they looked really suspicious. They all broke up and walked in separate different directions and
0: stopped talking. Yeah, that's suspicious as hell. What the fuck went down? Right? That sounds like if they showed up at the barbecue, that's probably why he left early. If they like saw what it maybe there's something yeah, a little something going on there.
2: So this dude, this informant dug around and asked people in the community, because I imagine it has to be pretty close. Then it's not that big of a community. He asked people around, you know, these dudes are being cagey, what's up with that? And he kind of cornered each of them separately, and each of them gave him a really strange response until he eventually is sent sort of sent to one man and whatever was said, they did not release that to the public. No one knows what was said in that conversation between the informant and the man. But the one thing that they do know is that the, the the informant said, while he was listening to the same recording that we just heard earlier, he made out Mm -hmm. that Henry says specifically what Liberian County he's from and says if you try to hurt me, I'm going to unleash my vu. And a vu is a demonic spirit that he claims possesses him. And this dude is saying those noises are Henry saying, this is the demon inside of me trying to come out and kill you. If you mess with me,
1: he was like trying to mad dog this dude, but like that's, that's what the informant from the wild thornberries. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Does the wife aware of the demon? I mean, that must be really fun later on, you know, at night. the wife
2: isn't even around during this time.
1: No, I can't
2: confirm this or not. I don't know if they live together or not. I don't know if he married her just to come to the country. Like, I don't know what the vibe is with the wife.
0: Okay. 90 day fiance. She
2: is like, here's the thing. His home was not the place she lives.
1: That call wasn't even for her. Yeah. That's very weird.
2: (laughs) So I have no clue what is going on with their family life, but I, I don't know enough information to like deep dive that. Damn. Eventually. Police went to talk with one of these suspects and all, like the four shady guys, they were like, We don't know him at all. We were like at a barbecue earlier and he showed up, but like, We don't know this dude. Again, no evidence. They, they can't pin it on it. It's Weird. all circumstantial, it's all a mystery. What the hell was he doing at the barbecue? Great question. Then on October 2nd, an anonymous letter was delivered to a police department one town over. Oh boy. And the letter, Mathis, reads this
0: henry mccabe his body next to water partially buried ned searched dog to find witness who saw burial scared female young asked to come forward can remain anonymous and will protect that's uh, that's very strange (laughs) and creepy what it it doesn't make a lot of sense but it's also like i know where the body is but i need you to guarantee my safety he doesn't want to get fucking. very bizarre right little strange little creepy little
1: Then later that
0: month,
2: two individuals came forward saying they believed Corrine wasn't being truthful with investigators. She knew more. Based on what? Uh, Great question. They were like, we have heard some things and we don't think Corrine was being truthful. So once again, investigators go back to Corrine and they discovered (laughs) that after he called her that night, he went missing. She never tried to call him back. Not once. She said she was tired and went to bed. And they were like, how on earth, after hearing that voicemail, are you going to bed? Yeah, like what? It's like the craziest voicemail
1: of all time. She just was, said she was tired. She just went to bed. I've definitely, I've definitely gotten like drunk phone calls from people and went to bed, but not like that. Yeah, no, not that's. I feel like that and would not. And he already not, got this, finished telling her that he'd been so shot at up. that time too, right? Or according to her. That's what
0: she said. It's a fun game they play. The, this is I Got Shot phone call time <laughs> tonight.
1: And this
2: is why it continues to be bizarre because every answer leads to new elements of the story that then send them on other investigations that lead to no answers, that it's continuously around and around and around, and they, the police cannot figure out what's going on. They have, it's a completely baffling case.
0: It's a true essence of a wild goose chase. Yeah. Yeah. But then,
2: at the beginning of November, a body was found at a lake near new Brighton on the body was a cell phone, a wedding band and a VIP wristband from a club using dental records. They positively identified the body as Henry, but here's the thing. There were no signs of foul play, no struggle, no stab wounds, no gunshots, no broken bones,
0: no nothing would it have been too long for them to be able to test for like a poison or something.
2: Well, they did, in fact, do a test, a tox test on him, and they found his blood alcohol level to be very, very high, but nothing else. Mm. And they said potentially those readings could be off because of the body decomposing in the lake and whatnot. And so it could read higher than it normally was, but there wasn't anything else in his body. So they assumed official cause of death was drowning. No,
1: he wasn't shot. No shot. Not shot at all. So, so why would hell? he have said that? Yeah. Did he call her up and say, I was shot? Or did he just kind of similar to this other email? I mean, to this other voicemail? Great question. We just know what she
2: said. Whoa. She said that, that she heard that he said that he was shot.
0: Did she get anything if he died? I don't think so. Okay. I wonder if she set up a hit. But This is where
2: it gets real weird. And is super interesting to me. Because there were no real directions... No real suspects. All the clues were leading them to nothing. The detectives were searching everywhere. And, of course, on his phone, the one that he called Texas 24 times with, they discovered something else. Apparently, he was still calling that
1: number three days after he vanished. So he wasn't even, so that, when he got that, when he left that message, he wasn't being murdered? No, he
2: was at least alive for th- at least three days. Some say up until September 10th, which I guess would have been three days from 7th to 10th. Yeah.
0: Could he have been puking his brains out drunkenly on the phone? And that's why it sounds like that.
2: It's, I mean, it's clearly a man making a noise and there's someone else there. A lot of
0: gurgling, a lot of like, and it sounds, sounds like,
2: like he's going like, cause you can hear him stop and breathe and go like, Ugh! and then he stops and he says stop something at the beginning, but it's really hard to make out almost as if like the phones in his pocket or he's hiding the yeah. phone, and maybe this is him trying to stall so people can come find him. No one is really quite sure, but what they do know is that his phone was being used after his supposed disappearance and potential death. Um, so did they kill someone kill him later? Like he didn't drunkenly stumble into the lake,
1: although he was there was tons of alcohol in him. So what happened? Was he drunk for three days,
0: like on a bender? I doubt it. Like. He's calling a number in Texas. All we know about the, his life are what people said that they knew him as. But did they did his wife or friends give more about what he was like? Or are they pretty cagey about or vague about how he was prior?
2: Everyone said he was just like a normal dude. Um, he hmm. had this dream of returning home to Liberia, where he would go and follow in his father's footsteps. And his father was killed, so potentially there's a connection there. But. Mm. But why there's come no all evidence, the way over here?
1: Yeah, why come yeah, over here no and kill like, an office suggests, guy?
2: Why not wait till he goes back to Liberia? Like yeah. it, 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 that doesn't make any sense. Um the the barbecue angle is weird because there're like suspicious dudes there and he leaves early and that's the thing, but that goes nowhere. The phone calls go nowhere. The night of drinking goes nowhere. The drop off, if he was close to his home, that goes no- none
1: of it leads anywhere. Man, seem I mean at, were the calls connecting to the to the Texas number? Yeah,
2: apparently. Yeah, apparently like was, he was talking it, it,
1: to someone a bunch of times.
2: Well, they don't know that. What they do know is that Kareen was talking to her husband for a while that night. So when he called her, they talked. They, she, he didn't just like I'm being shot and then hang up. Like there was two three minutes of conversation, but that still went nowhere. No one has answers. It's a very bizarre case. No evidence that links to anything except for that one recording, which is one of the creepiest, weirdest recordings I've ever heard.
1: And nobody knows what happened to him. He's just a dead body in a hole. Yeah. Partially buried. Uh-uh. And they never, they never talked to the witness? There's, uh, they talked to all the people that, that were around him. The witness, female young from the note? No one knows who that is. Yeah, they never talked mm. to her, huh? There is
2: like it was a note that was dropped off, I guess, potentially, according to the note from a scared young woman. But uh, no, nothing. I would have dusted for fingerprints. I would have searched for that. That that goes nowhere.
0: Holy shit. What in? Oh, man. In Minnesota. I thought you were going to
1: tell me that somebody else got a crazy message from their husband and that it was like happening. I was going to be like, oh, no, this is a this is a 2015 one off. You can go look at the ABC
2: News story about it where it was happening live, like in the moment. And they're like, still missing. We don't know what happened to him. Here's the message you love. Like that, I think it's like Leslie Stahl reporting. It's crazy.
1: It's so there's, weird. There's been a couple cases of like people floating in water in Minnesota without any marks on them. Nobody knowing how they died. I thought because you said he when we talked the,
0: about the death of Edgar Allan Poe. Didn't he have a very bizarre death like that, too? That was drunk he was found and also like, like ra- yeah, he and, was found
1: like raving and then he died in the street. Yeah, but like the (laughs) thing that's crazy to me is like he was at a barbecue. No leads. He was at a club. His friends lied about where he was. They had his keys and wallet. No leads like they don't seem to be implicated. It seems like he got in a fight with his wife uh, on the phone uh, because when somebody called him, he was like, don't worry about my dumbass wife. Right? Yeah. Huh? That's insane.
0: Maybe she maybe she got him killed. Maybe he was mean and abusive. I think the demon ate him alive,
2: dude. Uh, uh, Again, they're looking at all the phone records, they're doing all that stuff. There's no indication she was planning maybe anything the demon, or doing anything. Maybe
0: the, demon, maybe the demon is him when he's drunk and he's just a violent. It is a
2: weird thing to include that he he was like, I have my voo and I unleash yeah. my demon. Like, that's a weird thing to say at any point. I mean, like, culturally, I don't know like the Liberian mindset, but like
1: Was this dude spiritual like that? <laughs> Great question. I wonder what his religion. I wonder like what he did. I wonder like if he was like a spiritual guy. Like why he would say like is that something that you just say in Liberia? Like I'm gonna open a can of whoop ass on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna
2: unleash my voo. Maybe yeah. it could be. I don't know. Like maybe it's can one of those we like we all that? have a. Cause it is kind of light cool. wolf and a dark wolf. Like they could be like one of those. I don't know. I have no clue. Again, they tried to follow up. They tried to hunt down information, and every single lead led to nothing.
1: Damn. Wild. (laughs) If you're a Liberian listener of the Chaluminati podcast, let us know what what unleashing your voo means in your culture. So that was a story for Alex. All I want to, like, it's it's mean that you did that first because all I want to do now is just Google more about that guy. Yeah, you want to dive down
0: the rabbit hole and figure the fuck out. Well,
1: get ready because the next one is for you, Mathis.
0: Okay, 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 okay. I'm curious what you chose. We were here on Earth, but now let's look to the skies. yes, to the stars. And I'm, talk about a story that above.
2: I'm blown away we haven't covered and we definitely have to because it is 100% kind of topical right now, but in a way that uh, you know, you'll see. I am going to okay. give
0: I'm curious if I know of this.
2: Give full credit to this one uh to Eric Pilgrim over at uh Divids Hub for like pulling all the information together. It's it's pretty amazing. So, that's a good article Pilgrim On a partially cloudy day in Kentucky, January seventh, nineteen forty eight, with mid, I'm sorry, mild temperatures. Temperatures are mid with mild temperatures in the high forties and visibility at 10 miles, zero precipitation. Sorry, this is the first time I've talked in two weeks. Yeah. It's John McCray. Yeah.
0: You boys were sick. I'm so happy you're here you're feeling better now. Thank you. Million dollars over here.
2: During this time, again, it's like High forties,
0: fascinating time. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. High forties out. Visibility ten miles. Zero percent uh, persis, persis, precipitation. 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 Thank you.
0: Gives you a participation reward in a minute. <laughs>
2: Flight lead captain Thomas Mantell's F fifty one D Mustang crashed. It could have been a typical winter day, and probably was, if they had. Serious clouds in the sky and visibility. It probably would have been great, said area weather forecaster at the time. There was just nothing much else going on weather wise. So it probably made for a pretty great day. So the reason then, my friends, is if the weather was fine and the skies were clear. Why did he he crash? Well, it's because he and his wingmen were chasing something. Yes, they were.
0: I am slightly aware of the story and I'm excited for it.
2: (laughs) That morning calls came into Kentucky state police from all over the state with several Kentuckians expressing concerns at seeing a strange object in the sky. So many calls were coming in that officers decided to let Fort Knox military police know who then turned to notify personnel at Godman air army airfield. The object traveling slowly South from Irvington to Owensboro before reaching Godman drew a lot of attention, but it turned out it was already seen by those at Godman around one 45 in the afternoon as it traveled over Fort Knox mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tech Sergeant Quentin Blackwell described it as resembling an ice cream filled cone or parachute with a white top rounded and a conical shape underneath.
1: It seemed plainly visible in the sky. Like an, like an ice cream cone flying up upright, like Boba Fett's.
0: Upright flying yeah. ice cream cone, which is a fascinating description because it's not one we see often in UFO sightings. We get the cigar shape, we get the saucer shape, we sometimes get the hourglass shape with the smiling man, uh, injured cold, but like an ice cream one, like those are the weird ones, you know? Or like the lima bean one you sent me the other day, which we'll talk about in the mini yeah. set today.
2: Colonel Guy Hicks, the base commander, reported an object he described as very white and about one-fourth the size of the full moon. Through binoculars, it appeared to have a red border at the bottom. It remained stationary, seemingly for one and a half hours. It was then that Mantell and his flight from Kentucky Air National Guard's Flight C, 165th Fighter Squadron, who were participating in low-altitude navigational training, again, it was a great day for flying, heard the request from Godman to check it out. At 2.45 p.m., uh Mantell radioed the tower, they had spotted the object at 14,000 feet. And then at 15,000 feet, he provided an update. The object is directly ahead of me and above me now, moving at about half my speed. 30 minutes later, he radioed another update. It appears to be a metallic object or possibly reflections of sun from metallic object. It is of a tremendous size. I'm still climbing. The object is above and ahead of me at my speed or faster. I'm trying to close in for a better Fascinating
0: look. too, cause you could immediately say if that's all they saw, they didn't get closer. Ice cream shaped thing could be balloon, like from a distance. You know, the way like a hot air type balloon or some sort of metallic like holy weather like balloon. A, like
1: an army man parachute kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Like it just kind of goes up and a, you know, it goes up to where it's inflated and then it can just travel. But as it gets closer and the bigger and bigger it gets, it doesn't make any sense.
2: Right. One of the pilots in his flight. Had to return to base because he didn't have enough oxygen, I believe, uh, for the flight for his mask. God, Yeah, they were climbing high. Yeah, And now as they continue to climb, the two remaining wingmen also had to return to base because they did not have the proper equipment. Because, again, they were doing low altitude training. And now they're going higher and higher and higher. Meanwhile, Mantel decides to continue the pursuit because he wants someone to have eyeballs on this thing. He radios in at 3.30 p.m., that he's going to fly for about 10 more minutes at around 25,000 feet. When the other pilots returned to get masks and rejoin Mantel, the tower recorded one of the men is saying the following. It appears like the reflection of sunlight on my airplane canopy. What? Whatever that means.
0: So it's probably like, yeah, it sounds like the sun is probably just as bright as looking at the sun, maybe, where it's bouncing off of it and into him.
1: That's really a weird way of describing that.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if that... I imagine he's probably, like, confused, too, yeah, though, could man. Be I imagine it, the mindset he has right now is like, this just doesn't... he never seen one It could
1: be of situations like where, like, the dude's, like, upside down, and he doesn't know kind of deal, you know?
2: Oh, like, in the ocean, it's
1: nighttime, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. pitch black, and you just don't know
2: right... Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's a very weird statement because I don't know whether he's saying it reflected like the sun or if... In my canopy, it was so bright, it looked like the sun reflecting off my
1: canopy. Like, I mistook it, like, I mistook the sun for something, or it reminds me of what it feels like when the sun is shining through.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure. Our boy, uh, if I remember correctly, like, um, our boy J. Allen Heinick is heavily involved in this post, post everything going down. Came in and owned it. Well, it's part of Project Blue Book, I believe. It, it does have a Blue Book element, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot this is like a long ass time ago. Yeah, this is Heine. This is the fifties. Or well, Heineck got involved, I think, in the fifties. Yeah, 50s, this is forty so years after. So it yeah, happened. yeah, but it definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I think he got involved. Yeah, they in the definitely 50s. pick it
2: up again in the fifties. So uh, what ends up? This is the one that they blame on Venus. I yeah. Think. What ends up happening is at three fifty p.m., Godman Tower reported they lost sight of the object. However, sightings were still being reported in communities south of Fort Knox. There were a few garbled transmissions for Mantel, but at 5 p.m., debris from his plane was found near Shelby County, southeast of Louisville. In the wreckage, they noticed the seatbelt had been shredded, and his watch was stopped at 318. Mantel wasn't a rookie. He had 2,800 flight hours, most of it in combat. He had four air medals. He had a distinguished flying cross. The dude knew what was up. He knew how to fly. And they're like, no way would he just continue crash. to pursue high enough that he like lost oxygen and, and just plummeted to his death. They were like, there's no way that would happen. But the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena reported that the Air Force's initial assessment was that he was chasing Venus. It's bullshit. He was not chasing Venus. Ice cream cone. Since a few months earlier, apparently a pilot actually really was chasing Venus and like
1: a, another, like he saw
2: a light. He saw like a blinking light. He saw what looked like yeah, something and he chased after it. And after a while he realized he wasn't getting any closer. And he's like, Oh, it's Venus. Whoops.
0: No, what no. the fuck? Yeah. But was, no, that guy, was that guy, was that
2: guy
1: 2,800 combat hours, golden cross? Uh, that's
2: a different question. Yeah. I, I'm not sure, but that happened to a guy earlier. And so they were like, Oh, it must be Venus.
1: I can't. I can't actually speak to like how disorienting it is up there. I've never flown an airplane.
0: It's true. Like who fucking knows? But like Jesse said, this man is a professional warp. pilot. Like he's been around the block. Right. I'm imagining he would know if he needs to start leaving. Close as an astronaut, close to an astronaut
1: as there was. Yeah,
2: I will say that uh, if you ever have the fortune to go to Maui, um, there's a thing that there's a mountain there, a volcano where you can go up to the very top of it, and when you reach the summit. It is above the clouds and a thing to do is go there and be at the top of the mountain when the sun comes up and it's wild. You're above the clouds, So when the sun comes up, it's like you're flying. And because I took my parents up there, I had to drive down the mountain. And when you drive down the mountain above the clouds, (sighs) it is so disorienting because you are like, there's a cliff on one side and a cliff face on the other. And in front of you, it looks like you're flying. Yeah. it is bizarre so i can imagine potentially it's disorienting but if you have 2800 hours you're used to it that was 30 minutes you
1: got your instruments yeah yeah you're you're looking at a lot of different things
2: so what ends up happening is they said it's probably venus right it happened before don't worry about it but in 1952 during project blue book like mathis was mm, saying
0: Hynick. okay yeah Heinicke's one that i think said no it's not you asshole
2: <laughs> after speaking with astronomers they decided there's no way it could have been bright enough to have been seen by everyone at that point in time. And that day with the conditions that they had, it would have been at best a pinpoint of light. This of course sparked massive media coverage around the world of this event about alien invaders who had shot down Mantel. Uh, This whole thing of course happened six months after Roswell. So alien fever was high.
0: Did they, did they find evidence in the wreckage that like there was like missing ammo or like anything that there looked like maybe like he got shot at or anything like that?
2: Um, there was no missing ammo because they were training planes. So they weren't oh, okay, like yeah, okay, live fair.
0: fire.
1: So he couldn't even engage but, this thing if he wanted to.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: He was just following it. He was trying to keep an eye on it. But the, his seatbelt was shredded, which I thought was weird. And his yeah, clock was stopped, weird. which I thought was weird. And they weren't sure how that would have happened. Potentially, maybe Altitude could have done that. But they don't quite know. They find his body? Yeah, his body was in the ship. Okay. I mean, he okay. clearly died. Um, and so investigators said that most likely what happened was he continued to climb and follow this thing. And he passed out due to oxygen deprivation around 30,000 feet and then just fell to the earth. His plane crashed.
0: That sounds, I mean, that's a logical kind of thought. But it's like, why would he climb that high? I mean,
2: yeah. What was he after? Right. And yeah. that's also another reason why people were like. Oh, it was Venus because he tried to catch it, but he can't, like that kind of thing. But everyone saw something, yeah. Like there was something reflecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many people saw something that it was it was clearly something. So the next answer was that it was he was potentially chasing a Navy Skyhook balloon released from an Air Force base in Ohio, and this was a huge, like high altitude balloon that was used for gathering information. Wink, wink. Think about recently. Yeah, yeah. It was a top secret program, and
1: of course, these people wouldn't know about that. Yeah, got it.
0: Yeah, but the problem with that is, and I'm—I don't know if you're getting to this, but like the issue with that is, we're now at the point where we know Skyhook was real. We know that these were balloons. So if we have evidence that this balloon was launched, why don't we see it?
2: Absolutely, because people (laughs) said it's Skyhook Ah, aliens. (laughs) Skyhook said we have no balloon to be like.
0: We don't know of a balloon to be in that area. Oh, I didn't know that, but I thought they were just keeping... The government was just like, we're not releasing any files. Nope. That's all. They,
2: they, they, they just admitted. They said there was no evidence that a skyhook balloon was in the area at the time, and there's no way he would pursue it because was we have no like evidence. Basically,
1: that's not it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, again, yeah. like always, that's kind of the story. They were like, all right, whatever. And then they locked this one away with all the other stories that exist about UFOs. However, what makes this one so important... And one that I'm glad we're covering now is uh, historian. David M. Jacobs basically sums it up like this. The Mantell case marked a sh- uh, sharp shift in both public and governmental perceptions of UFOs. Previously, the press often treated UFOs like whimsical stories. And they were pretty glib with what they were. It was kind of like silly season news is what they it called like became
1: it. real. Sure. Instead of like squirrels on a, j- on a jet ski.
2: Yep, following his death, however, Jacobs notes that the fact that a person had died in an encounter with an alleged Mm -hmm. flying saucer dramatically increased public concern about the phenomenon. Now, a dramatic new prospect entered the thought about UFOs that they might not
1: only be extraterrestrial, but potentially hostile as well. So, that's where
0: this came from invaders from outer space? Pretty much. It's it's fascinating because there's another event that we will talk about too. It's about another pilot. This time in Australia, uh, he's a civilian pilot, and there's uh, they have the, I think it was in the 90s, they have the audio. He was flying back, and he, he radios back that there's something following him, and then it's over him for a while before they lose contact with him, and he vanishes forever. Gone. It's just, uh, and we have the transcript. It's, it's yeah. crazy, but another life lost. I wonder. And this if, is
2: one of those things that yeah. falls under,
0: like, when you talk
2: about that, Malaysia air and those things where Mm -hmm. when stuff just disappears, it is now put into the category of like maybe aliens when before that's something we never would have thought of or even considered or even expected. Mm -hmm. And it's because of events like this where so many people saw something and so people chased it down and then a dude died because of it that people were like, we have to, at
1: least it's in the ethos now it's part of us. I mean, going back to uh, disclosure for a second, like, I wonder, like, the people, whoever's whoever's out there deciding what we're ready to hear, right? If that's a real thing, you know, we've seen the memo, I've seen the memo, uh, I think it was Roosevelt, uh, Roosevelt era memo about, like... There's also,
0: yeah, sorry. Well,
1: just that me. plan to, like, so- kind of slowly change the
0: conversation, yes. right? like so no, like there's also the issue of like there's apparently people that are so heavily religious in our government that they see these things jesse sent us a thing as a joke but they don't see these things as potentially et's they see them as angels or whatever like yeah yeah like and that that that's the reason they don't want to which i can kind of believe maybe depending on who's the one that's pulling levers of information i just wonder if i just wonder if the the idea
1: of them being violent uh entering the zeitgeist in 1947 like the same year yeah, right as the right og crash where we're really thinking about aliens as something that could exist i wonder if that was like good for the message or bad for the message like whoever was deciding what we needed to know you know whoever knows what happened at roswell i wonder if like the aliens being
0: hostile was like a good thing for them or a bad thing for them It's kind of interesting to think about or it's yeah I don't know. It's interesting too, because like, what if they weren't hostile? What if it just fucking crashed into it because it moved erratically or fast or got close, right? And it was just a weird thing. Or then there's the other possibility that if you know, taking into consideration with a heavy grain of salt that they're extraterrestrials, who say say they're all the same thing, the same being from the same like that, they're you know you can't answer Maybe those questions. Ice cream people are getting a bad to. rap,
2: dude. They uh, didn't shoot that guy down. Is, is, uh,
0: yeah exactly like, maybe we're you never coming
2: dead. back here on vacation again
1: maybe that <laughs> maybe that vision of the future was actually the past you know what i mean or maybe that vision of the past was actually the future <laughs> and the kid is sitting there with you in the room you know you, know, you, you don't worry about it yeah 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 yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. dude t- time isn't real this is like continually being proved to you know like that's all part of it who fucking knows like i don't know i don't know it's it's interesting too because you say at this particular time the government is about to go through all of their files starting from 1946 with the Trinidad crash before Roswell. And and so this, I imagine is going to be in the files that they re-examine and reinvestigate. It'll be one of the first ones they get done because it's so
2: early. And normally when I look at a story like this, the first thing I would say would be, okay, so it's an ice cream cone alien ship. That's stupid. It probably isn't Mm -hmm. real, probably a balloon, whatever. Here's the thing though. That one thing you sent me, that stabilized video, I don't know what the hell that Boba Fett shit is, but that Dude, thing I know. looks real as hell. And I'm like, what is From, this? Are we going to so, talk about
0: that in the Minnesota? Is that, Minnesota. Yeah. I want to talk about that in the Minnesota and the one that flies by that the pilot. Type of
1: shit, that to me right there, that that one we're going to talk about, that feels yeah. like the ice cream
0: cone to me. You know what I mean? It's wild. What's, what's funny too is that like, yeah, it's, you don't know what it is. It doesn't look like it's moving in any general, like it makes no sense with what you're looking at. And I love that we even found the Guillermo del Toro. Those, I didn't know this man in an interview for uh, a magazine uh, said that he had a UFO encounter. And the first thing he was like, he's like, I wish I could tell you it looked cool. But it's just like everybody said. It's just a flat saucer. And then I ran out of there because I have never been more terrified in my life. Yeah, like, like, it was we, like,
2: It's, it's kind of ugly. Yeah. He, he was, was
0: like, like we did ugly, not consume bitch. the beer. We just had beer on us. And we yeah, saw yeah. it.
1: <laughs> and we yeah. the funniest thing is that he like. He, like, gave it, like, the fucking, like, the wire when they, like, they're, like, come over here and let's, like, pull up next to each other, where he, like, flashed yeah. it down and then it came over and checked him out. And he's, like, your spaceship is basic. I'm getting it to peeled out. Have you been to my cabinet of curiosities where I have much better <laughs> alien designs?
2: I I do love, I do love the fact that, like, this guy who, like, is involved in creating some of the wildest monsters out there and, like, design. He looked at this and was, like, huh amateurs i think <laughs> it's makes, hilarious
0: that makes it more credible to me that 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 guillermo del toro who saw it and critiqued it like that and was but also admitted how horrified he was
2: that we, we need more stories like that yes L- listen i'm here for that we need more stories listen. where he's like stupid aliens That's ship i sucks. love it because <laughs> it makes
1: it so much more real to me uh yeah mr del toro jefe if you're out there please Come on our show and tell us about your basic UFO encounter. Oh, I, I bet we could make it happen. Yeah. I would
0: love that. I would love to. Are you kidding me? Dream come true. Like, I don't watch many movies, but I've seen all of his. <laughs> like, you I love got, this. I shit. can't
1: believe you haven't seen the uh, X Files.
0: The uh, the U F I know. The UFO thing right now is again, it doesn't feel like it's slowed down. It seems like it stayed at a very stable, high temperature in terms of like how UFOs are being treated in modern day media right now. And we're seeing a lot of suddenly. I feel like we're seeing a deluge of much clearer videos, and it's interesting because it's like they look the the two that we get to that we we're going to be talking about look so weird, but fit descriptions. The way it flies belly first with that one we see is a description Bob Lazar is given, which Bob Lazar I do not know if I believe that man or so not, but, but it's Laser, so weird dude, what on. aspects yeah. of his story. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's wild, and it's just cool to be able. I'm so glad we're doing this podcast while we're while this is going on, even if it leads to nothing. It's fun and fascinating.
2: What's interesting to me is that the explanations have not changed. It the new no, things balloons they never changed. 1948 yep. balloons, balloons, and swamp. Guests. And the thing is, is like potentially if it is proven that it was all balloons the entire time, great. But why? So many mysterious balloons. Like, it's such a very bizarre a thing. When, yeah. when
0: you're giving us, when we have pictures of the Chinese spy balloon in high definition and video footage of the Russian drone encounter thing, that why are we getting those in, within 24 hours? But the three things we shot down, we still don't know. I,
1: it could be like the same, you know, it's the same thing about, you know, people say, Maybe the reason that nobody knows who killed uh, JFK is because some dude shot him in the head on his own detail, and it's just too embarrassing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But that's... F- 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 God damn it. Just it could be. It could be. All, th- of, these and all of these things are embarrassing that's, from, but that's from very, 1940 fucking yeah, six to really now. Yeah, that's really a big
1: part of it. I mean, like, if you're thinking about politics, and you think about posturing on a global scale, right? Global Certainly, security, yeah. right? Like, if mm-hmm. we spent... 80 million dollars or whatever it costs to fire missiles to shoot down three like fucking Grinch balloons. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that we want that to come out because that's like actually fucked up. Like in Congress, that could like change policy to find out that, oh, it was actually just three Grinch balloons that we shot down with like the
0: best missiles we have. Mm -hmm. No. okay, for this particular incident, incident, Yeah, I would say that is an explanation I could buy. That they were just so fucking dumb that they shot down their own shit. But no private company has come forward, and you know, like if it it would have to be their own government property that they probably shot down, which is I'm not saying is out of the realm of possibility completely. But it doesn't explain the the almost century of UFO like recorded history we have now. We're coming up on that like century mark. We'll be alive for it, and like there's so many things like the Phoenix Lights and all these other like UFO videos of pilots. Yeah. yeah, the, the or just like ones that no logical Thousands explanation of people fits that we can lines. find. It's like it's consensus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's one
2: of those things where again, you have to accept that it's something. Like I'm with you on that. I'm we totally on board why. that it's something. But oh, yeah. I just don't like. I don't know what answers there are because the answers. It's either you full on believe an alien from space came into the light show, or it's some wacky government thing. Or it's flares or balloons like it, like oh, it's, the, the spectrum stupid. of what it could be is so wide and dramatic what? that you're just like, yo, just tell us something so we
0: can stop. I want to believe, this. you know, this is why, though, like, I think we live in a much more exciting time than people realize, because as quantum science before our eyes, you are on
2: this. I got you that day, man. I unlocked a door for you.
0: You did it, because it's starting to fit a lot of like the weird Encounters just how very we just don't know about reality. Like the fascinating thing about the wormhole thing that they have made a blueprint for, if they can make it happen, even though it's a wormhole the size of an atom, like tiny, they can start running tests on reality itself. They can start to see what works, what doesn't, how is this thing, how do these things, Scaring, work? why is entanglement cornered, turn blindly? That's for sure. You know, but but like the more we we explore this, which is scientific like reality in fact, the more the like the alien quote unquote thing is a little bit more plausible than it was, say, two, three just years digestible. ago. I mean, the alien,
2: just digestible. The alien thing is incredibly yeah. plausible because just, like, look at the size of the universe. Like, you have to believe, you have to believe well, yeah. based on evidence that there has to be something.
0: And if wormholes, if, if we even make a wormhole that's the size of an atom, that means it's possible, period. Yeah. And that means folding space and time is doable. Yeah,
2: I, I definitely, again, 100% believe that, like, there's something out there. The problem is, like, explanation wise of why an alien would come hover flash some lights and leave doesn't make any sense but again i guess i'm not an alien so like i don't know Maybe they could be 13 year olds or like, yeah they just ha, ha,
0: yeah like, literally yeah they could, could be like that they, they could be anything from them clowning to that these things are unmanned and are just Taking data of of the planet that they don't necessarily yeah. know is inhabited. It could be manned things that just we, like you said, we can't understand alien thought. We don't know what their reality is like. their how they operate, how they think. It's impossible. We could just be that island in the middle of a populated universe that people don't touch because we haven't figured it out yet. You know, we're like the the indigenous people who uh, you wait for been first contact, man. I was about to say you out there waiting. Yeah, that's it. Waiting for the Vulcans waiting. to show. I mean, up. that'd be cool. I'm not saying that'd be sick, but also they could be reality weirdness and just stuff we don't... Yeah, I don't know. I could talk about this for an eternity if that wasn't yeah. clear.
2: It's, it's very strange to me that there's so many examples of this. But again, what makes this story that we did today interesting is it's the first time people thought, oh man, maybe they could kill us. And that takes it to another level and it does bring up the fact that you said earlier, Mathis, like, and I guess what you were talking about, Alex, the idea of, do they want to tell us? Because it could get weird. Like if it's scary, it could
0: scare people. Yeah. Here, I want to believe scary. that most people especially are, especially if they're interdimensional reality based. that would, I feel like that, that would it's scare It's not any scarier than that would to be to me, impossible. like Kim Jong-un shooting a either. nuke at
1: us. You know what I mean? Like it, it I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hearing all about that. I definitely lived through 2018 when I was life. waking up every night thinking about that, Kim Jong-un.
2: Yeah. And, and you're absolutely correct. And I think coming, to it from a religious perspective as well, the, the idea that people be worried, they would mm-hmm. like, if you're truly religious, you'd be like, eh, God probably created them too. That's just like, you like don't, it, same... It's not a Gov, logical um, leap to be like the universe, an an, omnipotent, uh, uh, an omnipresent, omnipotent. omnipotent being couldn't be like, I made all of this. Like it's not that far of a leap if you're yeah. already in. I don't. It it baffles me that
1: they're concerned. It just sounds to me like the same government religion mixture
0: that's fucking a lot of things up right now if you think about it yeah probably yeah because like it might all just be consciousness based because we don't know what consciousness is and we keep trying to figure it out but we can't we don't know it's too complex we don't understand ah, i love this shit all man. I'm that's is- a great story to jesse because anything government related to is always fascinating because you know you're getting as many facts as you can be
1: maybe it's the mods you ever think about that Maybe, maybe in our, maybe. in our MMO, also, that is our reality. Maybe those spaceships aren't aliens at all. Damn, maybe dude.
2: maybe yeah, they're
0: maybe. GM hacking. They yeah. got their buying you think, you think I could like, <laughs> that's why they disappear. They <laughs> yeah. Hack, yeah. Their account gets deleted. Yeah.
2: Can I like cipher this thing and get on their uh, good side and like get an upgrade or something? That'd be great. Like armor yeah, shows no up. Shit.
0: Yeah. Gold version the, of your regular The uh, last thing I want to say UFO related before we end the episode is like in regards to those three things being shot down, a freedom. Of, I, I know I shared it with you boys because it's been a couple weeks. But a Freedom of Information Act was filed a while back for any video footage, pictures, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it did come back and they denied it for not because it doesn't exist, but for security, national security reasons and in another. um, Did
1: I miss what you said they FOIA'd? Just aliens in general? No, the three
2: ships they shot down or three things they shot down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They 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 said national security and a, a basically a weird law where they can at any point make something classified and not to be released. And they did that with whatever this was.
2: Look, look, this is, this is not aliens, but this just goes to show you government stuff. This is absolutely true. Uh, It's insane. Not sure if you're aware of this, but a month or so ago on a Minecraft discord server. Yeah. Someone leaked files from the Ukraine war that shows like allied deaths, movements, like background information about like the U S and friends and people fighting the side of Ukraine. It was on a somebody Minecraft. was like, Discord somebody got some server.
1: secrets and they were like, how about these state secrets? Yeah.
2: And it was there. It oh was there God. for a month and no one knew. And what's crazy about that. That's insane. one that that's insane. But two, you know, for a fact that somewhere there's a classified document of the joint chief sitting around a table being like, so, uh, Mr. President, you know what minecraft is like that happened dude (laughs) yeah and that's there's no way yeah what i'm saying is there's no way they'd ever publicly acknowledge a conversation like that happened because it's so embarrassing
1: that's exactly what i'm saying again yeah like that's a huge like people think that's not a good explanation but it it kind of is a good explanation when right now that's happening on the minecraft servers and i'm hearing rumors that people in the uh who are prosecuting Trump right now for the, the documents that he was like holding on to are like, we're asking people like, mm-hmm. did he show you a map? Did you see a map? And I'm like,
0: Oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> I wonder why Jared Kushner got two billion. Yeah, I don't know. From the Saudis I don't know. Last I'm year. I'm just saying, huh. and, and, but again, weird, it's embarrassing.
2: Weird. It's one of those things where because the Trump stuff hit the news, suddenly you saw them be like, yo, uh, president Biden, when you were vice president, did you leave. It? Oh, uh, you know, like they started hitting other people up and they were, they definitely left with stuff.
1: Yeah. Everyone left. With they stuff. realized they had a problem. Every, yeah. It seems like everybody but did. That's yeah. the thing. Trump's the government too. You can't forget it. Like as much as oh, I don't want it to be true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that, that dude is too. also <laughs> very representative of like the way many people in the government operate. And so, you know, especially for mm-hmm. people like that, embarrassment is like a big deal. If you can't, you know, deal with, not being the main character of the world for five seconds, you know, hiding your
0: little mistake. It's is so a- freeing for me, man. No, I'm not the fucking main character.
1: I'm good. The man
2: said the officers when he was in court were crying because it was so unjust it's pictures. That never happened. Pictures. Like you live, were on if camera. you're so afraid of embarrassment that you make up
0: realities, like even though we have a camera footage of him being not even the door hitting him because he, no one held it for him. He didn't realize it's it. It's such
2: a, like <laughs> you're absolutely right, Alex. I'm convinced that this, that, we're sitting here talking about like, oh, it's potentially aliens. I bet it's way more embarrassing. Yeah. Like it's some kid's drone. That's what I'm saying. And like, they shot it down. They got in a like, panic yeah. over
1: that Chinese moon, that thing they disguised as the moon. And they felt like they
2: had to do something every time something popped up. Was so they was like, real quick. Million yeah. dollar missiles at
0: like toy drones. It Absolutely. Doesn't so- I, it doesn't I, like, sound. Dude, it was more than million. It was like eight million dollar missiles. What I'm it
1: doesn't sound that dumb. When you realize who's making the calls. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, if we just didn't make like 10 of those, we could probably do Medicare for all.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like- a lot of the reason why, a lot of the reason why, and this is something like when I, you know, I'm a YouTuber, right? Like I, I don't, oh, well, sure. I, well, I do both still very much, but I just mean like, how dare you, like you're a
0: podcaster now.
1: When I first went to like a YouTube, like uh office, I'm not going to say which one it was. Uh, but I, I went to one and I got there and I was looking around and I was talking to everybody. And I was know. meeting everybody and I was seeing what they were doing and I was finding out how they did their jobs. And and I was looking at like guys with like $10,000 cameras that were just pressing record on them. Didn't know what they were doing. I'm, I'm helping out at live. You stream. walked around and realized,
0: oh, okay. Anybody? Nobody knows this. what
1: they're doing. I I, I was walking around Nobody. at a, at a, at a live stream event that was like probably cost to put on, and I'm like, "Uh, you gotta plug this in into the the thing to get the audio to work. And I'm like, okay, so nobody knows what they're doing. And then you think, no. Like, the government can't, like, make a mistake like that because it's the government. The government is, it's serious business. No, there is no serious business. It's just a bunch of people pretending like they know what they're doing
0: all the way up to the top to the president. Right now, we have an 89-year-old woman who's fucking suffering from dementia who refuses to step down Uh, Like Senator Feinstein. Nobody knows. Nobody's doing anything for other than for themselves. The president of the United States is following his
1: like little Irish weeb heart out into Ireland to like (laughs) chase his dreams and have a great time taking (laughs) selfies in Ireland. It's like it's just it's just a bunch of people with their own little weird motivations. And we're lucky that we whoever came up with this beautiful system of checks and balances that we have to convince everybody that somehow, and maybe, I don't know, maybe in the fifties, maybe in the forties shit was going great. Maybe we, maybe it was all steel traps. It was never going yeah. great. It was going it was great for like I a yeah specific subset well, of I people. I just will remind you of the book that we just recently read and how Mickey Mouse everything is and how crazy it all is. Like that element of the alien thing, you know, like that never happens in the yeah. X-Files where it's just like, you know, four guys get caught with their pants down. You know what I mean? Like, but that yeah, could just yeah, yeah. be what no, aliens are a aliens factor. could just be a perfect way to let people not look into you know some guy who got scared when the car moved and shot jfk in the head and some guy who got scared when they saw a moon balloon that drifted over from china and then they had to shoot down a grinch balloon over the atlantic ocean <laughs> you know what i mean using tag team but the military we
0: still have things like the phoenix lights yeah. though where things where there Yeah, is I'm, I'm not saying aliens don't exist stuff. I have to defend it man I can't help it it's like a personal I get latent, it okay? I get I it. I'm not saying it. aliens don't exist I'm just saying when you start
1: to figure <laughs> that into it it's yeah. a miracle that we know fucking anything at all for sure that's all I'm saying
0: that would that's why I would say if they are non-man-made it's more likely the government just doesn't fucking know and it scares them yeah <laughs>
1: you know what I
2: mean
0: like yeah that could be it we've
2: talked about this before it, yeah. even if it is something they do know it flying over our airspace is also scary. Like, it's all fear-based. That's why I wonder. That's why I wonder. We don't want to scare
1: the public. Going back to the ice cream cone. Just going back to the ice cream cone. That's why I wonder. Like, I wonder if it was a good thing or a bad thing that this case put the idea that aliens will kill us into the zeitgeist so early. I wonder if that was good for us learning about what's going on out there, bad, or if it was just a bunch of fucking Grinch balloons. Who knows? I just...
2: In my mind, (laughs) I now have a, I feel like I have my own story, my own alternate universe version of this where like the first attempted aliens coming to earth accidentally crashed and they're like, Oh, Morglock, What? Okay. Okay. Send the peaceful ice cream people. Let's see what we can do. And the ice cream aliens come down. They're like, all right. So we're going to land and let everyone in this town, uh, this is called Kentucky. We're going to let everyone know in this place, Kentucky, that we exist. And then they get chased down by a guy who dies. And they're like, "Ah, oh, no. And now they have to go back to the council. And they're like, you did what? Okay. okay. If you, this is going to be
1: a problem. It's it? been that way ever since. That's kind of the plot of Arrival, if you're thinking about it from the point of view of the aliens. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's true. I've never seen Arrival, so I'm just going to say that's true.
2: What? You can't say that's true then.
1: Mathis, we need to I sit can, you I down. Can. I trust you. Maybe we have to watch a. You Arrival. say this
0: every time you discover. I think you've learned I haven't seen a yeah, no, three separate times. Watched so. it. I just assume that you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to
1: watch X-Files next time yeah. on Rotten Popcorn. I've already decided. I'm going to strong arm us into it. We're going to get you over your, your uh, onboarding process. We're going to get you in there together like homies. We're going to get some chicken wings or what something. What are we going to watch? Which episode? X-Files episode one and two. That's what it's going to be. Wow. Yeah, okay. It's going to be great.
0: Young, young David Duchovny. Speaking of aliens wanting to be violent, by the way, I'd much more believe we are the Klingons of this of this universe oh, than anything. I else. mean, I don't even want to call us the Klingons. They're probably like, don't talk, don't fuck with the the space monkeys with nukes. They are. We're like, they are uh, yeah, we're a like little
2: Klingon, but we're also like a lot Ferengi. Let's not
1: pretend. Yeah, I was gonna say a little bit of Ferengi, a little bit of Klingon. Uh, anyway,
0: you know about Chat GPT? Yes, I I've been messing with it. I've been messing with Chat GPT 4.0 and Google's Bard. Google's Bard scares the shit out of me a little bit. In the
1: min in the minisode, I'm going to talk about Chaos GPT a little bit.
0: Kay? Oh, is it another like break kind of thing? Okay, okay, okay. I, I I'm excited. All right, we're off to go do a minisode. If you enjoyed the past two mini-sode compilations that we did, which were six minisodes in total, there's still over. 30 more Damn. that are in the Patreon that you have to listen to, and they just kind of get longer and longer as time goes.
1: And the hits in the in the, in the the feds... What is it? Fed to the rules and it hit the... No, uh, I was trying to do an all-star joke, but I, I just couldn't remember the lyrics. You tried. Yeah. You tried. The hits keep coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and they hit the ground running. Hit the ground running. Patreon.com slash pod Patreon.com slash pod Patreon.com slash Pod. Good night. Bye. Bye.
0: Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside, indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside. And after a few moments, I hear my wife go, "Holy shit, get out here!" So I quickly dash back outside. She's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky. <laughs>